Welcome back to another exciting show of the About That Wallet podcast. This is on Trading Thursdays. So the main reason why I really like Trading Thursdays is because for some time now, I think I've predicted that just about every beginning of the month or the first Thursday of the month, the market is down. Here it is, two weeks in a row, the market is down. So I actually might start doing some put options or even just doing shortening a couple stocks because like on Wednesday or even that Tuesday, start putting in some some shorts because uh, it's every time I come to record, the side market drops. It's crazy. So anyway, I'm going to stop rambling. But one of the cool things that just happened and it hasn't happened in a long time is that DoorDash actually IPO'd. And what does IPO mean? Well, IPO just stands for the initial public offering. Most people, if you hear people talk about, you know, stock jargon, they would say, well, this company just going public, which really is true. And if a company is not in the stock market, they're actually private. So for those of you who actually are invested in, um, I'll call them index funds, or they actually are just a subset of ETFs, which is a group of stocks. That's all it is. And index funds and ETFs are just, just mean that a computer is actually watching the market and you're not paying for a, a huge fee for somebody physically there pointing and picking stocks for you, like a mutual fund. And mutual funds are usually traded, uh, I think they are traded once a day. And ETFs are traded just like the stock market they, any time of the day. You can actually uh, purchase that particular stock at what it is. So with the, uh, with the IPO, are they really important? Yes, they are. Uh, do they actually, you know, make any money? It really depends because I remember when Facebook went public and they had their IPO, it was around $14. Then it got up to $20 and then it dropped heavily back down to like $10. And I was like, you know what? Facebook isn't that good. I'm not going to invest in it anymore. Now they're sitting at about $200. And uh, I feel really stupid because I could have kept the initial IPO and, you know, I've been doing really well, but, you know, hindsight 2020, it is what it is. So I'm learning from IPOs. Um, And with DoorDash, I mean, I've used DoorDash a couple of times and it's been really well. And the people haven't, you know, ate my food by the time I got it. It's been a a really good experience. So do I really want to invest in a company that I'm using? Maybe. How much do I want to invest? I'm not sure. Um, I might just do maybe 10 shares, but 10 shares is still about $2,000. Somewhere around there. Because the price of it right now is at... uh, $189, even though pre-market it was at $90 and I was trying to buy it and it didn't work out. So 
I was like, whatever. Um, but now I got a second chance to try it with DoorDash. I mean, not DoorDash, Airbnb. I never use Airbnb, but I always hear good people talk about it, how wonderful it is, and it made other people billion, billions of dollars, millions of dollars, and all they did was just rent out their homes, rent out a room, rent out a studio. Um, if they had like an office space, they rent that out. You can do all this stuff with Airbnb, which I thought was really cool. Um, and I actually had one guy on my show, uh, Donovan, who actually was the who actually is the owner of Beachbound Condos. Uh, all his condos are done by Airbnb, and he actually allowed people to do long-term stays, which I thought was really cool. So he has that flexibility with his asset to allow it to bring in some short-term rentals to get that income. And then even the long-terms during the winter because a lot of people aren't traveling. So that's the flexibility of Airbnb. So I'm... I really am curious of how this is going to work. Now, I I am surprised that there could actually be a crash later on with Airbnb because usually there's a huge hype and then there's a drop. So be careful about the drop. Or you can just hold off like most investors do and just wait until the hype dies down, which will be around Christmas time. So I'll say be careful about it. Um, just be cautious and do some reading. Don't just read the highlights. Read the actual article. Um, or even when they put out their financial reports, read those. Because they have to now because they are public. You can even find it on Yahoo Finance. It's not that big of a deal. But anyway, next topic is... Tesla. Tesla has been dropping lately. Um, and then also I've noticed there's a lot in the news about Facebook being sued by multiple states. Now, I'm actually um, trying to tread that lightly because I think it could be a short seller trying to make a quick dollar off of the sale of Facebook. But I really think that it could bounce back. I don't foresee it not coming back because there it makes so much money on these advertisings, advertisements. I try to advertise on Facebook. It's so much to dive into there. Now, the reason why Facebook is actually being sued is because they bought out WhatsApp and also Instagram in their, I would say, quote unquote, infancy. And a lot of people are upset that they bought out other companies or their competition. And I was thinking is that this is a capitalist society. This is how it works. You know, if you have the money, there's so many acquisitions from other companies, like um, locally. I mean, you got Lidos that bought out a portion of Lockheed Martin and Lockheed Martin is a global brand, but Lidos as a small company at the time came and bought in bought out some of Lockheed Martin's uh, companies. I mean, you got to look at how Amazon is buying up all these smaller AI companies and emerging them into their company. So 
it's really not like they're buying the competition. The owner has to actually agree at this particular price to say, hey, I'm willing to sell my company. And that's that's pretty much it. So if say if this podcast was doing really well in Spotify, say, hey, we really like you. We want to buy all of your content and we're going to pay you, you know, a million dollars for your content. Would I sell it to them? I don't know. Could I sit here and do it on my own? Yeah. But I mean, you got to look at Joe Rogan. All of his content was purchased through Spotify and they took down some of his content because it didn't align with Spotify's regulations. So now he is limited based on the rules and agreements that he signed on the contract. So, you know, nobody's putting a gun to their head or going to kill them or anything like that to sign these documents. Well, actually, we don't know that. But (laughs) the thing is that they signed a document and that's the way it is. So do I really think that Facebook is going to get sued from this? No. I think they are going to bounce back. It's going to die down just maybe a little bit, but because at its peak so far since COVID was at $302. And right now it's sitting at $277. So you'll be fine. Um, I don't say buy Facebook anytime soon. Just let it ride the wave. A lot of people are going to be selling their stocks anyway, especially for the smaller investors, so they can get into some of these IPOs. Anyway, I don't want to hold you up any much longer. So, any much longer, don't even sound right. Anyway, y'all have a good day out there. Again, my name is Anthony, and this is the About That Wallet Podcast. Well, that concludes this episode of About That Wallet. I hope this topic was helpful. If you want to get the latest episodes, please subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to it. Remember, it is your duty to know about that wallet. Take care. Be safe. I'm out. Peace.